on Conscious Living Radio 100.5 FM in Vancouver. I'm Tasha Sims. And I'm Mark Curran. Well, Tasha, it's one of those funny days where our second guest hasn't called in yet either. Oh, no. You know, as I was listening to the music, I thought, okay, I can talk about salt with Mark for half an hour, but I can't talk about 2020. I mean, like I'm not an astrologer. Um, <clears throat> wow. Okay, let me introduce her. Okay, yeah, I, I just sent her an email as well because I'm not able to access my phone. Uh, and I, so, I mean, she's local. She, yeah. she, you know, she said she would be calling at 6.30, so yeah, we'll see who what's knows? Going on. By the time I finish introducing her, she may be there. She very what well a weird may. night. You know, it's, I wonder if it has something to do with the weather or I wonder if it has something to do with the stars in 2020. Well, maybe it's a 2020 thing, in which case <laughs> I do know a couple of the things she said, which are sort of interesting. All right, so our guest, Rose Marcus, has been writing for the Georgia Strait and numerous publications for the past decade. She's also an author. Her book, Insights into Evolutionary Astrology, which is available on Amazon. She's a teacher, a lecturer who speaks at conferences both here in Canada and in the U.S., and she's produced a video which is available on her website all about 2020, and we'll have links to that. Um, tonight, Rose is going to share what she's seen coming up in 2020, which, as I said, she calls momentous and history in the making, which is, those are really big words. They sure are, and we have Rose on the line. Yay, so glad. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. <laughs> We've been winging it all night, and I thought, no, I, did you hear me say I can wing it about salt for a little while, but astrology, no, we need you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here, my dear. <laughs> and history so, in the making, are you kidding? <laughs> Since the beginning of the year, it's definitely been being made. <laughs> yeah. Well, just before we dive in, I, I thought for our listeners who may not be familiar with you, I know we've asked you this before, um, can you just talk a little bit about what it means to be an evolutionary astrologer, how that's unique? Yes, well, there are many different branches of astrology, and my branch is evolutionary astrology. Um, we look at the uh, chart for the... Uh, sole purpose. So uh, we examine the chart from the perspective of uh, the soul's desire for its own growth. And uh, through the chart, we can see what the um, uh, what the history has been for the soul in terms of 
um, uh, what the patterns have been and what the psychological development has been and um, you know the past uh, how the past has shaped the present and where the intention is for the future uh, always with uh, the chart will show propensities um, uh, the future the soul has an intention for its evolutionary growth but of course it's all up to you and the decisions that you make along the way Mm -hmm. perfectly said so what have we got to look forward to what's 2020 all about oh well momentous yes history in the making yes big words yes (laughs) 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 Uh, absolutely Um, There are a few uh, planetary uh, alignments in 2020 that are history-making, and uh, they are ones that we uh, haven't seen for a while, and and, uh, part of the setup is so unique that um, we are referencing back uh, to the 1200s, and we are referencing all the way back to the Bronze Age. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Um, we have uh, cycles within cycles, and we have things that are relevant to your individual journey, to personal relationships, and then we have uh, cycles that are influencing the social, economic, political cycles, and then we have the bigger picture um, transits that are relative to eras and world ages. That's that's a jam-packed year right there. <laughs> wow. I, I was really drawn to when you talked about Pluto making its movement through Capricorn. You say Capricorn was the archetype of um, time and reality, and you liken it to a wrecking ball swinging. You say swinging and toppling any structure or reality, social, political, economic, that has outworn its purpose. That really landed for me. I wonder if you could say more about that. Well, and we've had, uh, the year has started with, uh, of course, the big situation with uh, Iran and the United States and the assassination of uh, General General Soleimani, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's put the world on edge. There's been the uh, continent of Australia burning. And uh, and there's um, uh, there's many earthquakes and uh, extreme weather's go- going on in the planets. Uh, and quite recently, in terms of swinging the wrecking ball on any uh, system structure that has uh, used up its uh, usefulness, come, has made to its time has come moment. Even the monarchy is not immune to the transit, right? right? And Mm -hmm. uh, just as of today, we're recording on the 15th of uh, January, and the news today was about Putin. Um, He Mm -hmm. gave uh, a speech today where he's looking to... uh, I actually didn't know that he must step down in 2024. Mm -hmm. And in 2024... Pluto ends its transit in in Capricorn and moves into Aquarius. So that's interesting for me right there. But, of course, he's been uh, trying to set it up for himself so even when he leaves power, he'll still be in power. But what happened today was his whole cabinet quit. Oh, I didn't know they quit. Yeah, yeah. So uh, no stone is left unturned when it comes to Pluto. Pluto is a formidable force it is the agent of evolution evolutionary astrology the first thing we do is check out a person's pluto uh, and that represents the soul path 
Uh, Pluto runs, it, it's very, um, I, I'm sorry, uh, my sound is bad. Is uh, I hope it's not translating on the other end to uh, your listeners. It sounds good here. Oh, Me good. Too. Okay, yep. perfect. So I'll keep going. I hear reverberation. Um, so Pluto is, uh, its orbit is steeply inclined to the uh, ecliptic, the sun's apparent path uh, projected into space. And because of that, it is irregular as a transit through the signs. It can spend 12 to 30 years in a particular sign. When it does that, it correlates to a generational pull. So we're born under generations, um, and then it's specific on how it's set up in your chart. And that's why some of the generation X, Y, and Z don't quite fit the mold because Pluto is not aligned in that kind of regular pattern uh, that identifies um, what the collective has in terms of those kinds of generations, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So every time Pluto goes around the sun, it takes 248 years to go around once. When it comes to Capricorn, Capricorn is the... Um, the sign uh, ruled by Saturn, and Saturn is the um, the planet the, uh, that is the uh, furthermost planet that we can see with the naked eye. The ancients studied Pluto, uh, studied Saturn. So Saturn has been given a correlation to limits, uh, time frames, time spans, borders, boundaries, and so forth. It is also relevant to, and and so. Um, Capricorn is existing reality. When Pluto goes around 248 years round the wheel once, uh, borders change, boundaries change, political structures change. And we have been working with Pluto in Capricorn. The moment that Pluto went into Capricorn, uh, the, uh, we had the Obama's election, um, auto street, um, uh, auto industry collapse, Wall Street collapse. You know, everything shifted right away. Mm -hmm. And we've been working through this progressive. Every 248 years when Pluto goes around, it um, signifies the end of uh, empire's rise and fall. 248 years ago was the rise of the super nation called the USA. Today, it's in its uh, decline. Now, you know, things don't happen like uh, the turning of the year, December 31st and January 1st. But we have been, um, uh, if you've been watching the politics over the past few years, and it's really been accelerated from 2012 to 2016 and 2017 to 2020, we've seen this kind of... Um, uh, real-life Game of Thrones going on on the planet with uh, with countries and political structures. Yes? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and even including the, the Me Too movement and, you know, women's power, the whole concept of power has been being challenged. Well, absolutely. And, and Pluto represents power and, and empowerment and loss of power. And the reason for the Me Too movement and the whole dynamic is because Capricorn and its counterpart Cancer directly relate to gender assignment material. And so we're coming to the end of an age. This Pluto and Capricorn not only ends 248 years, but there's other transits, um, a few of them going on this year, which are signifying the end of a world age. And at the end of the world age, this is the breakdown of the conditioned consciousness and Capricorn represents the consensus, how we learn how to live in an organized whole. We need rules, we need regulations, we need to all agree. You know, we don't want to live in chaos. So, um, so the structure of uh, learning how to live in a, a civilized, um, you know, uh, organized whole, that's t totally fine. But we have uh, taken on 
artificial standards, and part of those artificial standards are how we relate to one another. And so there's a hierarchy. Our consciousness, our conditioned consciousness, ascribes to um, the realities of superiority and inferiority, dominance and submission. And Mm -hmm. all of that is um, uh, ingrained in the conditioned consciousness. And we are at the point now of breaking that down. And that's the reason for, uh, you know, uh, man is superior to woman, right? You know, Mm -hmm. as I always say, man has been made in God's image. So uh, in terms of the uh, age of Pisces, which is this uh, 2,400-year pattern that is uh, this world age that is now coming to an end, we have the distortion of the true Christ principle. What we have learned is what man-made religions have told us. Uh, religions and so on have been on the basis of how uh, we have been exposed to external authority over many lifetimes, parents, church, and state, right? Mm-hmm. And in that hierarchy, what we have come to accept as, uh, as our reality base is that God exists on high. God is superior to man. So if man is made in God's image, then the whole hierarchies follow. Uh, if, um, if we're made in God's image and God is superior to man, then man is superior to man, man is superior to woman, man is superior to beast, and man is superior to nature. And that's the way we have structured our consciousness and our reality, except that Pluto and not only Pluto in Capricorn, but at the start of the year here we have seven planets in the sign of Capricorn, and this is very unusual to have the three outer planets, Pluto, Saturn, and Jupiter, in the sign of Capricorn. Um, you know, that's, a, a, that's a, a special dynamic. But to have the rest of the planets um, and the inner planets are moving in and out of that uh, throughout this year. Uh, and it's an amazing, it's an amazing setup. So we are, we've come to the end, folks. <laughs> you know, Capricorn represents uh, a completion pattern. It is an ending pattern. And this is exactly why there's a breakdown now um, in the collective in, uh, in terms of how we are agreeing that reality actually is. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason for the Me Too movements and all of that. Um, it, it, you know, the shamanic way, the indigenous way does not believe this, does mm-hmm. not ascribe to this, right? You know, um, uh, we believe that we are in uh, total harmony with all of creation, right? Um, right. You know, every creation uh, has a guru. We interface with, with creation all the time. And for us to, um, uh, it's now in that breakdown. Anyway, you understand my point, oh, correct? It sounds, <laughs> sounds like great news. I'm waving my little, uh, my pom-poms here as a cheerleader going, yay, finally. Well, <laughs> you know, and we just think back to um, even your parents, your grandparents, and how suppressed they were. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, maybe some people were happy, but a lot of it was, you know, uh, uh, the, uh, the man, you know, who had to, go to war even though he didn't you know didn't think he could uh, cut it you know uh, mm-hmm. as we always say marlboro man and and betty crocker right? you know <laughs> that's an old expression for those that are uh, old like me <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but um you know the model never worked right well it, and ultimately are we a we or are we us and them and it's i think it's that kind of separation thinking that you were talking about absolutely um that creates all of the world problems if we thought like a we um everything would be relevant everything that's happening everywhere would be relevant and it would you know we'd respond uh very differently i think right exactly uh, we've been ascribing to unity and sameness and uh and we must uh, ascribe to unity and diversity mm-hmm. right 
you know, there are many different ways to uh, to create your life, uh, to live in harmony with uh, with yourself, with your loved ones, with the planet. Uh, mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that we all have to dress the same way and be the same way and do right. the same things. Right. And so when you say this year is a major reset, mm -hmm. can you just um, touch on that? What, what does that mean to you, a reset? Well, uh, and uh, I, I also described it like cutting the ribbon on ground zero. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what I think that Harry and Meghan are doing right now. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> uh, um, uh, the major reset is that you know, Capricorn... Uh, represents a crystallized reality and um, Saturn is a uh, Pluto is a uh, 12 to 30 year transit through sign it moved into Capricorn in 2008 and it finishes in 2020 um, Saturn is the ruling planet of Capricorn and it is just completing a two and a half year cycle in the sign of Capricorn uh, again, uh, that all deals with the reality. Jupiter is the other uh, of the three uh, outer planets. Jupiter is uh, the planet of belief systems, and it is the, uh, the, um, uh, the planet of uh, belief systems envisioning in the future. And it's in the sign of Capricorn as well, too. And all three of these are Pluto and Saturn on uh, January 12th. Uh, came together to begin a new phase. It was interesting because all the uh, politics that went on with Iran and, and the U.S., mm -hmm. um, Saturn was closing in on Pluto as everybody was talking about de-escalation, and that's exactly that. Saturn was completing on Pluto. And now Saturn and Pluto have started a new cycle. Um, they will come together. Their next conjunction will be in 2053, and it won't be in the next sign, which is Aquarius, but it'll be in Pisces. So um, we have uh, the shaping of reality. It's a, a it's a pivotal reset for governments, it, for everything, um, you know, for the reality base, and it is really very very important for each one who's listening right now. Uh, to take reality for what it is, not to project forward in some kind of way, but to see what it is that your actual reality is and to work it from there. Capricorn has to do with limits, and we're all feeling uh, the burdens, you know, feeling not enough time, not enough money, I don't have enough resources to make it to the next level here. Uh, and I always say that, you know, Capricorn... It's a reduction sign, a sign it shrinks, it reduces, you know, it limits. But within that, uh, there's always something you can do. You know, it's like uh, you set up a playpen for the, for the toddler so that he can learn to navigate in that, right? You know? mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. once he's able to navigate that, you can take away the, uh, the um, playpen and let him roam the house. And then, you know, and on and on, right? right. Uh, we have to come back to seeing what is real and what is of value. And it is really an imperative for each one of us now to look at what is it now that is past its due date. This is Capricorn. Capricorn represents time, time frames, time span, time limits. And it says here, what is it in your life that is um, reaching an end? Capricorn, you know, it suppresses, you know, what, what is it that you feel you're running out of steam with, you know? Mm -hmm. what, what is it that you feel that you can't go on with any longer? That's a true statement, perhaps, right? On the one hand, it's a true statement. 
Um, it's not a true statement if you're going to lie down and play dead, so to speak. <laughs> you know, you have to find your courage, right? You know, um, the idea of saying I can't uh, when it's requiring work um, is not a correct statement. Capricorn, is it, is it more than I won't? Like I will not continue in something that isn't yeah, flourishing that's good. or that's evolving. Good. Thank you for that. Yeah, that's yeah. you. Um, uh, that's you discovering your own inner authority. What mm -hmm. is authentic and real for you? It's not about perpetuating something because you should mm -hmm. or because it's appropriate or because you're going to feel guilty if you don't, right? right. Um, it is about you uh, looking at what is it that is authentic for you. You can come back to what are your authentic needs here? You know, what are your authentic resources here? What is it that you can roll up your sleeves and get to work on? And what is it that is worthwhile for you to do? And with the way things are shaping up specifically to the planets, are there, um, how can I ask this, are there fresh resources available that will be more easily accessible in 2020 simply yes. because of what's happening? Yes, absolutely. What Capricorn's the big wind down, and it's the big squeeze, and it's like you're walking around with, you know, um, rocks in your shoulders or rocks in your knapsack. You know, everything is hard. It's tough. And, uh, and that's one thing to say. It, it, the good stuff is worth, uh, worth the effort. So roll up your sleeves and put on your galoshes and go to work <laughs> because, the, because there is reward in that. And there's a great deal of pride of accomplishment when you can say, look at me, I climbed the mountain and I got up there. But mm -hmm. supporting us this year, yes, absolutely. Um, Saturn, as I said, is a two-and-a-half-year transit through a sign. And from the middle of, um, uh, middle of March through the beginning of July, July 1st, as a matter of fact, Saturn is going to take a dip in Aquarius. And, uh, and it'll just go over to one degree, so it's, it's just going to tip its toe in, and then because of, excuse me, a retrograde pattern, it's going to come back. And then from July through until December, it will finish off its transit in Capricorn. Now, when Saturn goes into Aquarius, there's a big difference. And by the end of the year, uh, Saturn will move into Aquarius. It will spend the next uh, two years in that sign. And uh, Jupiter, which is a one-year transit, I mentioned that a few moments ago. It's your belief systems, uh, in, and it's about your envisioning, and it's about the future. Jupiter in Capricorn is um, is solidifying the course of the future, and that's a slow process. But um, at the end of the year, both Saturn and Jupiter will move into Aquarius. In 2024, Pluto will be there. Saturn gives us a little preview of that from middle of March through the beginning of July. And what I say about this is Aquarius is the zeitgeist planet. It's about the energy. It's about the transmissions. Um, it's about movements and so on. It's a collective uh, buzz, right? Mm -hmm. And Aquarius represents the new and improved. When Saturn goes into Aquarius, Saturn, it, it, the transits right now, Pluto and Saturn and Capricorn, Pluto, Jupiter, and the, the big stellium, seven planets in Capricorn, um, Saturn and Pluto swinging its wrecking ball, it's busting up the concrete. It's like the jackhammer, you know, busting up the concrete. And what, what we have left here is uh, the cracks in the cement. 
and out of the cracks in the cement, or it's like the, uh, the earthquakes, the fissures that are taking place uh, on the ground, they are allowing the light to show through. And so this is a new consciousness. Capricorn represents the conditioned consciousness. And these are all the, you know, if you spend five minutes listening to your mind and see how many judgments you come up with in a few minutes, you know, not evaluations, but judgments mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, based on standards that, uh, that may be artificial for you, uh, you know, um, and expectations and so forth. This Saturn in Aquarius is allowing for some light to show through, some aha moments, some break in the crystallized patterns so that you can entertain new possibilities. Aquarius is an innovation archetype. Um, it, is, uh, it is bringing you um, some... Uh, Aquarius is the archetype that we call the Great Awakener, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, you may entertain possibilities. When Aquarius is being activated, and we already have Uranus, which is the ruling planet of um, Aquarius in the sign of Taurus, and that is a nine-year transit. just started uh, briefly last year, but solidly now. Um, Uranus and Taurus is about new evaluations, finding new value and meaning. This is all these movements that are happening, the Me Too movements where people are saying, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can't sit still anymore, I have to get up and represent, right? Mm. Um, So uh, Aquarius is the great awakener, will continue. But how those those thought forms come is they come irregularly and infrequently. And the more Aquarius we get, the more sped up uh, these uh, infrequent messages, these enlightenment pieces, these aha moments, these, mm-hmm. you know, this, what if I just tried this, right? Yeah. All it takes is one slight shift to change everything in the blink of an eye. Right. Mm-hmm. We only have a minute or so left, and I want to tell the listeners, you've made a, vi- a video that also talks about all of this. Yes. Uh, let them know where they can find you. Uh, my website is rosemarcus.com, and if you go into events, that's where the information is about that video. Uh, and, uh, of course, I'm available for private sessions, and uh, I'll be um, speaking and talking more about this as the year goes by, and I also do a, um in-depth monthly forecast. I write for the Georgia Strait, so, you know, there's lots of information out here, but it is a super important year. And we are moving through stars the like uh, likes of which we have never run, you know, never experienced before. So um, know that big change is ahead uh, for all of us, and um, get in front of the curve instead of behind it. I look Lovely. forward to it myself. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I love change. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Rose. Super exciting. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on. Okay, we're leaving you with some Remy Shand, and um, oh, it's just been quite a wild night. Thank you again, Mark, for filling in physically so I could be at home and not have to drive in this. Well, it was my pleasure, and I apologize for whatever reason, whatever happened with the tech issues or with the phone. I'm not sure what was going on, but unfortunately, we didn't get our first guest. We got our second, so that's great. And uh, I'm about to go brave the weather again. So you thank are. you, Drive Tasha. safely. Everybody who's out there, if you are on those roads or even walking, do be safe and enjoy the snow. Breathe it in. Be in the moment. And we'll catch you next Wednesday on Conscious Living Radio. Have a great night. Thank you. Goodbye. Tell me how.